Dum Dum Away! Zero zero one one zero 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 one zero zero one one zero one zero one zero one zero one Yep. Welcome to Screen Review Time Warp. I'm Tyson. And I'm Andrew. And I'm Zach. And this is where we talk about the past, present, and future of all things TV and movies. We just take a very long time to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go 10 months next time between episodes. Yeah. So we've, we've just checked the, uh, the previous recording, and it has uh, been eight months exactly since uh, we sat down together. Um, it turns out this pandemic has been longer lasting than we all expected. There's not really much of one here, but... No. no but, uh, which is but, yeah. busy men. Yes, I was going to say, we've, a lot's changed since uh, last we spoke. Uh, Nothing between our friendship. No, not no at all. one broke up the band. No, no. one. No, still none of that. Very much in love. There was no contract dispute of any kind. No, no. no well, no. I mean, once the lawyers got involved, we were yeah. all good. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Once it turned into a legal battle, we had to shake hands. Uh, I think <laughs> just a, a lot of things happened for yeah, all of us say, individually, uh, all at one time. Yeah, yes. without so. going into detail, mm. like well. no, no, nothing like bad. It was just like you know, no. life events. You know, well, I mean, I'll, I'll go into detail. In. I moved into a new house. I had a new baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I was gonna say. I'm a daddy too. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Officially. Daddy too. Yep. Both uh, under two. Yeah. What the hell was I thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Two under two. Two under two. I just got caught up in the passion. (laughs) (laughs) I have to edit that one out. Or maybe I'll just leave it in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I've had a bunch of stuff change as well. I've actually completed postgraduate study. I've started and completed. Since we've last were together, golf clap. Thank you, thank you. I got HDs all around. It was a, uh, it was very, very good. All right, don't, uh, don't shake your big stuff around here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, what about you, Zach? Man, just life, life, becoming an adult. Yes, you are <laughs> slipping into that stream. Man, just becoming, you know, into my twenties now. Just a lot of just different, mm-hmm. different things happening all at one time. You're just um, entering that freeway of adulthood and man. we're further down, caught up in man. traffic. Man, that's <laughs> freeway right. Freeway of adulthood. That's right. Yeah. It's all perks until you hit 25. Mate, everyone's... <laughs> it's all downhill. Yeah. 25 yeah. is when the insurance goes down. That's right. And that's and when everyone, after forgets that, then after <laughs> everyone forgets how to merge. Then after... Everyone forgets how to merge. No one gives then way. The next milestone after 25 is retirement. So. <laughs> Jeez. It's like going to hit a mark. It's just a lot. As soon as you journey. hit 25, you're checking your super every single day. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you'll start talking about prostates and oh, super and colonoscopies and yeah, it's just a lot <laughs> of how works. are my hips doing? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're supposed to be sitting here talking about um TV and movies. And geez, what a weird year, might I say? Yeah, for film my and TV. I, yeah, wow. Because it, it's funny because just to go on for a bit of a tangent here, it's like it. everyone was like early this year, yeah, COVID, you know, like everything's it's calming down now. You got your vaccine. Then Delta kind of shook the whole world and everyone was like, no, we'll release all of 2020's holiday movies in 2021's holiday period. Yeah. Right? Yep. Just crazy. Because everyone, obviously, you know, Tenant, fantastic movie, but obviously didn't perform how Warner Brothers wanted it to because they released it when the audiences weren't ready to go back. Yeah. Well, we were ready. We were uh, smiling faces. That's all right. Four times, man. Four? Yeah, I love it. Sorry, that that might have... Spiked. Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. I Which, can't believe you saw it four times. I well, well, I remember like because obviously we've said this many times. We in Perth, Western Australia, have been stupidly lucky. I mm. think we we're trying to work this out the other day. I think we spent a total of maybe 
two weeks in lockdown total. Mm, I'll, I'll, I'll push that to like... I reckon like two, two months because we were in lockdown. Yeah. No when it way. Fir- no, no, no. When, when it first happened, we were like in lockdown. It was like a month and a half. Yeah. Legit. legit. Yeah. No, no, no. Because I didn't go to work for a month and no, a no, half. No, no, no. You guys are confusing lockdown with um, suggestions to stay at home. Actual proper lockdown, we've only been... Like mandatory lockdown, we've only been... For I think about two weeks because yeah, you got to remember oh, I'm three, a public school teacher. Three weeks. I go to work no matter what unless we are ordered to stay home. Yeah. So maybe three weeks. You're right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um. I'm talking about three weeks where we've been told right where it's been like yeah locking down to. masks. Yeah. Da da da. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, COVID, considering when we yeah. have uh, Melbourne just nearby that has the world's longest time in lockdown in out of anywhere in the entire world. Yeah. Um, we've been very, very lucky. So very obviously fortunate. like going to see Tenant, mm. we're just like, yeah, this is great. And off to the movies and everything's mm-hmm. all good, but obviously not the same around the world. Yeah. And uh, and my my lost love of Dune, which <laughs> I was just, again, just checking the dates before we started recording. Yeah. I first brought news of this in September, 2018. Mm. Wow. I was like, hey guys, Dennis Villeneuve is making Dune. That's going to be great. Three over three years later, yeah, man. and just as, we're, just as we're at the point of getting it, Sydney has a giant outbreak, and we and Australia gets its release date pushed back. It was like a month and a half or two months after the release. It was a month and a half because it's going to release here October 21st. And yeah, it just it's came so, out at the time so of recording the other night, yeah, uh, oh. 2nd December. Oh, wow. crazy, unbelievable, so, crazy. Oh. I'm but excited yeah. for it because I know nothing about June, so mm. the trailers have made me excited. Yeah, I've been hearing some good things about it, which is great, mm. which is which is comforting news, especially considering mm. it is only the first half of the book. Mm. Um, so well, there's a whole other movie. To I, w- come. I was I was really really scared that with the whole COVID, and then there was obviously like pirated copies that were appearing online. Mm. Mm. I was afraid that that you know Warner Brothers were going to get there and be like, oh, it didn't make the money in cinemas. No green light for part two. That's it. Yeah. yeah, all over. But they did it immediately, um, pretty much the day it released on. Yeah, yeah, they they had that ready to go in the bag. So they were oh, like, yeah. it's June. Who's not going to come back for the second part? Especially if we end it a certain way, which well, I it, it, it is one quite. of those. It's one of those stories that's that's been attempted to be brought to screen several times and has failed several times as well. So yeah, it wouldn't have been. Yeah, it would not with Dennis Vell news. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I don't want to jinx ourselves, but I'm sure we'll be talking about that in the next episode. Oh yeah, if sure. that next episode comes out in two weeks' time or in yeah. ten months, <laughs> let's go ten months. Let's, go ten. <laughs> let's start high, and then we yeah. if we come back sooner, then we've won. <laughs> this is very true. It'll be good. This It'll is very good. true. <laughs> yes. However, though, should we talk about maybe some things that we've watched during this? Yeah, this time. Yeah, let's do it. Yes. Um, let's start just before this. We were uh, we found out that both Zach and I have recently gone back to watch the original Cowboy Bebop. Oh, man. Mm. Yeah. because mm. So, for those of you that are unaware, um, Netflix picked up the rights and have been making a live-action um, adaptation, reboot, yes. of Cowboy Bebop. Of Cowboy Bebop. I don't know if it's... Uh, yeah, obviously, I've not seen the original Cowboy, but I don't know if it's reboot or not. I, just having a look at some of the stills, they're recreating, like, entire scenes. And okay. from what I've heard from one of the reviews, it, it does seem to be a... a essentially a reboot okay. or a live action reboot yeah. um, what I found interesting is that I've always so I haven't had a way to see it before Yeah. but when it when the original anime appeared on Netflix I was shocked at how short it ran for well this is the thing um, I was also shocked when I clicked on it because I'd heard so much and like I am not a huge anime watcher 
being like the only anime I've ever seen in my life is the Studio Gilby films, like Hazaya Miyazaki's pieces. So good, right? Yeah. But like, I've never got into any of that kind of craze or anything like that. Not because I don't like it, I just never did. Um, and from reading this, I think Sh- Shinichiro Watanabe. I do apologize if I butchered that. Um, reading up on this series, he had a very singular vision and he had a very singular story that he wanted to tell. Yeah. Um, I have since watched the entirety of the the series. Haven't watched the movie that they did. I'm about um, halfway through. And <laughs> I have watched the live action adaptation as well. It's oh, interesting. Um, yeah, you've watched all of it on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. But what's awesome about what I really have enjoyed about this is that there's such a really great infusion of neo-noir detective stories mm-hmm. of That's western so tropes of it yeah. there's this conglomeration and amalgamation of so many genres but yeah, it is like, executed so well because it's in this animation format yeah yeah and it's and how do you feel that carried to real life oh look we can probably talk about that in a minute because okay. it, there's some interesting like each episode for example in the anime is half an hour yeah and yeah. they are short contained stories but the, the the way that he tells this story and drip feeds to you, like, because it essentially follows Spike, mm-hmm. Spike Spiegel, yep. um, and Jet Black. They're yep. two bounty hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, and they never get the score, and it follows them, and they get another person on the team called Faye Valentine, and later a computer hacker called Ed. Yep. And more or less the series follows them on their exploits around yep. the galaxy as these bounty hunters. But you are kind of drip-fed this really intriguing backstory to Spike Spiegel yeah. um, and his connection to a certain character called Vicious. Yeah. Um, and it's it's really, it's drip-thread throughout all these episodes and it kind of culminates really well in the last kind of four. Yeah. Um, but the, the characters, the interactions between them, like this whole story is a tragedy. Yeah. And it's very dramatic in terms of the overarching story. Huh. But you've got these really cool, quirky moments of kind of levity because it's all the interactions between the characters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And but at its core, it's a it's a tragedy. Yeah. It's very like a tragedy and it's uh not it's really kind of a character study and looking through the lens of how that's affected Spike and yeah. how he and how that's affected his mood, his character, how he views other people, okay. and how he kind of shuts himself off or puts up a, what's the word? Puts oh, up a... A wall? Yeah, a wall yeah. or like a, puts on a show, like a blank yeah. face, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, It's it's also stylish as hell. Oh, like it's just extreme. So, it's oh, dripping man. with amazing style, like lots of jazz infusion. Um. Jazz, oh my gosh! The yeah, the whole soundtrack is jazz. Jazz, yeah. it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's I so, like jazz. It's so, yeah, <laughs> it's so good. And the weird thing, so obviously it's it's one of those. So what I've heard is it's it's quite often the entry piece for a lot of people into the genre of anime. Yeah, just because it is quite easily digestible. There's no super crazy out there like fantasy or like body morphing or any crazy stuff like that. It's yeah, it's all it's pretty straightforward. Um, there's only 28 episodes. That's the other thing. Yeah, Because, wow. like, people rave about it, and I thought it was going to be, like, this big, long series, and it's, no, it's one season. One season. That's it. One season and a movie. Um, the other thing that I can, that I'm not sure about, or not so much not sure, but, like, I can't actually land on why I like it. Okay. I just, like... I just do. I just started watching. I was like, yeah, that's not bad. I'll watch the next episode. Yeah. It, it, what, and if someone's like, but what's good about it? I don't think I could actually say, like, it's good because of this. It's just like, 
I just enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy it from start to finish. Yeah, I I really appreciate it. That's actually a really good point. Yeah, and and I'm not disputing like everything you said. Zach was 100 percent correct. Yeah, it's just like like for example, I'm not like while I am really interested in the backstory of all these characters. That's not the reason why I watch the next episode. I just yeah. want to see what the next episode is. It also is. understands that it's an anime as well. Yeah. Mm. And what I think is really effective, it understands it's in this, um, it's in this format of animation. Yeah. And it really well, from what I think, kind of uses the, that medium to its extent. Okay. And lots of really awesome kind of, you know, static shots of you might just have um, like an extreme close-up half the screen of like a drain and just water dripping through to set atmosphere, right? Yeah. Um, it just, it knows how to use that, but then it also knows how to kind of layer in some more filmic cinematic conventions as well. Yeah. And use them to a great effect. Oh, okay. Um, but I think Tyson, what you said is completely true. You yeah. watch it and you're like, yeah, that was, that, that was, was cool. That was cool. That was yeah. actually, really, what, that was really interesting. Yeah. Let's go again. Yeah. And nothing ever gets too stale. As okay, well. that's good. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, it knows it's an anime and it plays that to its strengths, I feel yeah. like, in terms of, I mean, I can't really say redefine expectations because I haven't seen anime, but I don't know. But I think it just, yeah, it does it in a really interesting way that made me perk up and be like, oh, I have to watch this. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So yeah, if you're looking for something to watch, that's definitely one. Um, another a movie that I watched mm. um, because, oh gosh, I'm going to have to look this up while we're talking. Um, I found it because the the director or writers are are doing something else in that, and the article was like, you know, they just um, directed the the much loved uh, Mitchells versus the Machines. Oh, um, oh okay. It's yeah, not yeah. Phil Lord Chris Miller. No, they, they no no. They, so they, they yeah they yeah, yeah, yeah. they I think they produced it actually. Yep. But I don't think they had much writing or directing. But maybe I'm wrong on that. We'll find that out in a sec. Um, but it was a movie, and I watched the trailer, and I was like, this just looks like a lot of fun. We watched it for like family movie night and it was just have you seen this at no, all? no no okay so the what's basic, it on it's on netflix, netflix and it's actually the first sony movie made for netflix so it's sony animation mm-hmm. so obviously like yeah phil lord chris Miller, the yeah. guy that's the um spider-man spider-verse yeah. um and 22 it's, jump street just putting that out there it's oh, yeah, yeah, fantastic comedy i love that one so, so you much. keep telling me so um it's basically the premise is the mitchells uh mm-hmm. this family the older daughter is about to go to college she's been making like movies she's the idea is that they're they're both a bit quirky her and her younger brother um and she's been making movies she gets accepted into like film school and she's going to go there and this is great and her and her dad have kind of been drifting apart and her dad is like a real old school woodsman kind of thing and just doesn't like technology and (laughs) and all of that then so he (laughs) In a in a bid to try and to attempt to reconnect with his daughter before she goes away to college, um, he can't stupidly he cancels her flights to go there, <laughs> and they're going to do a, a cross country road trip oh. to take her to college yeah. as like a bonding thing, and the whole family. So you know they go on that, and then whilst they're in the middle of their road trip, the robot apocalypse happens, the oh, robot uprising, which is essentially <laughs> being um, run by Siri. Ah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it's just basically, and so it turns out it's like they are the last family that haven't been captured and they're just like dysfunctional and can't like operate <laughs> together and just, it's all these things and it's just, it's so funny. It's so, so funny it's and it's good. just, it's wholesome. It's got heaps of memes in it. So it really just like, so yeah, just like watching it with teenagers was just like, 
Brilliant. They loved it to bits. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's really good. Lots of fun. You've seen this, haven't you, Zach? I have. I also watched this with my family. Yeah. Um, I mean, anything that Phil Lord and Chris Miller would do, I'll just watch because their track history is just Flawless. insane right now. Oh, like you look at that. You look at the Lego movie. You look at Clay with a Chance of Meatballs. Like yeah. they just. They, and how, what's the voice actor? There's Danny McBride. Yeah. Um, Mayor Rudolph is in there. You've got um, Eric Andre from. The Eric Andre Show, one of the greatest talk shows ever made, <laughs> if you've seen that. Um, but I, I loved it. I think Tyson yeah. hit the nail on the head, where it's just, the animation is actually very, Sony Pictures Animation Studios has a really cool style that they're kind of defining for themselves, yeah. um, but it's just it's also just full of memes, and just full of this humour that I feel like sits very well with what, you know, kind of how we and particularly how young people now consume content and yeah, how they make yeah. fun of that and continually riff on that. Like it's just a, which like I'm sure how when Spaceballs came out in the 80s, that was yeah. very particularly Redefining in line. Like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Movie. But even how people consume media then and made jokes on that, you know? Yeah. Um, but no, I, everything that Tyson said, absolutely loved it. It's great. It's brilliant. Really fun. That's good. That's right. One of the writers for Mitchell's Machine is Alex Hirsch, who, oh, sorry, Falls. story. He's sorry, story consultant. Yeah. So not quite yep, a yep, writer. Yep, yep. But yeah, <laughs> Gravity Falls, which is have you seen that? It's a Tell me. it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. It's like these two kids go and stay with their grunkle, grunkle. um granduncle. Um what's oh, what's his name? Grunkle um oh, forgotten. Sam anyway. And it's just it's just like a short um one of the shorts, yeah, yeah. It, it, oh no, they like little short episodes, little animations and they're like it's always they run into like supernatural things in the forest of like one of them is like all these all these gnomes want to marry the sister what? and they and they just like so they yeah it's just and then they run into like a like I don't know I think they find a unicorn at one point and or like this time traveling guy from the future and yeah um, yeah it's all this like crazy stuff like that it's it's very yeah very quirky as well <laughs> what have you been watching Andrew I have actually been keeping up to date with this show called Dope Stick on mm. Disney Plus which is part of the Star I'm yeah not, like I'd the, the so, Fox yeah. Hulu yeah vibe. the Fox Hulu yeah. vibe yeah and it's actually been really good quite yeah, devastating right. with right. with some of the storylines and where it goes and it looks at um, the story of Oxycontin the Oh, the tablet that was taken for pain mm. medication and pain and stuff like that, and looking at the company that also brought it out. And it's got some serious heavy hitter actors in there. Number one, Keaton, oh. the old Batman. Yep, um, and he does <laughs> a brilliant Vulture, job. I believe, uh, oh, and Vulture as well. Yeah, or Birdman if you want to go down that route. Oh, oh. another classic. Uh, yes, yes. that's a great movie. Um, but no, it just looks at how the pandemic started for that particular drug and how. The company that released it, who's called Purdue in this TV series, I don't know if that was their actual name, or it probably was or wasn't, yep, um, and how they just genuinely just didn't care, and they were like, sell, 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 we want more money, sell, 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 don't care, people are killing themselves, just sell, sell, sell. Wow. And yeah, it's horrific to see the storylines that are going on, and the acting is just bloody flawless, yeah. if you ask me. So I would recommend getting onto it. Obviously, it's a week-to-week thing, which... Disney love to torture us with. Gosh. Um, but every time we watch it, I'm watching it with my wife, we are not disappointed. Has it completed the series now? Or is it like... I wouldn't have thought so, okay. unless um, unless I missed it. But like the last episode ended, yep. and it's it's just ended like the other episodes. Like we're just waiting for next week. 
yeah. type thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, it's got a good cast: Peter Peter Sarsgaard. You've mm-hmm. got Will Rosario Pol- Dawson. Yeah, Rosario Dawson. Will Poulter. Yeah. Um, Caitlin Denver. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. Good, it's decent. Really, it's really good acting as well. And like Michael Keaton knocks it out of the park with him being a doctor, and you know, it's just his story is tragic as well but yeah right like even like the last episode how it ended with him was just like what like oh my gosh this and is it's crazy kind of semi-autobiographical like is that what it is it based on a oh, book is it an adaptation? i don't know if it's based on a book but i okay. think it's based on like obviously the court cases and the studies yeah, and the okay. research and everything yep. like that and yep. then obviously you know it's thrown into the hollywood machine yep. yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. how it Good goes stuff and just yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah so yeah, i think yeah. um but the act, like I said, the acting is flawless, and if these stories are even a quarter true, oh, it's horrific! Wow, Absolutely gosh. devastating. So that's awesome. I actually I'd been on the fence about watching it. I'd seen it come up, mm, um, mm. but yeah, just with how things have been, you didn't pay as much attention as other things. So that's, yeah, go check it out now. But like we were watching the last episode, Sarah and I, and Sarah was like, "I want to know what's still going on with this old oxycotton." <laughs> and apparently it's under a different name now. Oh. And it's still being sold and it's meant to only be for extreme pain relief. Because it's, it's an opioid, isn't it? Well, yes. that's... That. It's, it belongs in the opioid family. Yeah. It is an opioid. Like, yeah. it is, yeah. like, full-blown yeah, opioid. Which is but the, their big thing was, like, only 1% will ever get addicted. Yeah, which is obviously, which, like, especially in the US, they're coming to a reckoning... Well, they have been coming to a reckoning of, like... Mm. Investigating an opioid crisis and, and mm. yeah, crazy. well, that's that's where this starts back in the nineties, and it jumps from time oh, to time gosh. as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy what they got away with, like paying yeah. off the FDA to get a label put on there saying like this is safe, only one percent get addicted. And it's just like what? It's just crazy. I'm but, I'm gonna say it like American America's like healthcare system is. So messed up. It's so broken. Like, if you got enough money, so you broken. are lord. And like, that's the thing about this Purdue company. It's not yeah. like a like a normal company, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's um, it's owned by a really rich family. That's it. That's like the top where it stops. Right. Yeah. There's like this right. really rich family who runs everything below. So it's yeah, it's messed up. Crazy. And they're just greed. <laughs> um. I just realized that the the last time we got together, mm. we spoke about WandaVision. Oh, and we wow. spoke about oh. um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. As Falcon and Winter Soldier as the future, quote unquote. So I think it was about wow. halfway through. What? So that mm. means that we haven't touched on... Loki. Loki. Mm-hmm. The rest of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Wow. Um, I'm missing one, aren't I? Nah, that's... Mm. Oh, no, well... If? What if? Oh, we talked oh, about what that. if? We're up to and what then, if, and now we're on to and Hawkeye. Hawkeye's just come out as well. Wow, 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 wow. Gosh. Whoa, should we, whoa, we, should we take a... Well, actually, two things. One, should we take a quick moment to speak about Loki in particular? Yeah, can do. And then two, have I ever mentioned staged to you guys? Staged. Staged. staged? No. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. What's staged? I need to talk to you about staged, especially given that we're all in, like, what did we watch during the pandemic? <laughs> um, <laughs> so staged is... David Tennant and um, Michael um, oh, Sheen. Oh, wait, what streaming service is this on? In Australia, it's on a, uh, ABC's iView. Yep, okay. okay. Um, I wouldn't okay. have seen that. So, they're actually, they're the two ABC's guys who ABC were the main. <laughs> Dude, you got to get on it. ABC iView is... It's free, mate. Government it's free. giving us free content. Who and it's thought? legit. And there's 
like I looked at do you know, um uh was Insidious uh, no not uh, no sorry not Insidious um Brightburn is on there the stream oh at the moment like the movie yeah yeah, yeah I love Brightburn I watched it again recently at work because yeah. like we they've got working, they've so got like these AAA titles that just like <laughs> appear and it's like oh yeah you can watch this yeah did you watch Brightburn no I haven't. Oh. <laughs> I like it. it, it is, mm, it's yeah. all knowing that it's there. Yeah. yeah. You can watch it. Anyway, anyway continue. So, yeah, stage. So, it's David Tennant and Michael Sheen. I am getting this right, aren't I? Because it's Michael Sheen and Martin Sheen, and I confuse them. Um, it's definitely Michael it's Sheen. It's Michael Sheen, it's not yes. Martin thank you. Sheen's the, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, now I'm picking, picking it. Um, anyway, it's so they were both the lead actors in Good Omens. Yes. And okay. apparently they're like their friends anyway. That's mm, mm. But the first season of Staged is just it, the premise is that the writer who was going to have these two in there in this stage play, um, and the pandemic hits, so everyone gets locked down, and so they call and they go, "Oh, maybe we should do rehearsals via Zoom because then when everything does open up, we'll be ahead of everyone because we've done our rehearsals and you know we'll we'll be able to pick up and keep going." And just the entire thing is just these like Zoom phone calls between them, and it's not like. <laughs> filmed professionally it's literally like the screen captures of their laptops yeah awesome in their own homes with yeah. their own wives yeah, and their yeah, own yeah. like oh well, actually their kids aren't in it for obviously reasons um and yeah it's just done as if it's like these people just surviving lockdown yeah, <laughs> short episodes i think they're like seven minutes a pop kind of thing that's wow. really cool super digestible funny as hell yeah so yeah. damn funny i really like that they're seven minutes long because honestly nothing Sounds less appealing to me than watching Zoom calls. No, than watching. Oh, yes, yes. but also <laughs> watching Zoom calls related to life in a pandemic about COVID for half an hour to an hour. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. No. And and <laughs> because obviously it's like a it's a British TV show. I think there's only eight episodes in the season. Lovely. So it's like eight episodes, seven minutes each. Lovely. And it's just like it's a lot of improv, and yeah. those two are surprisingly funny. Yeah. That's good. And and their wives as well are actually surprisingly funny. They're both uh, actresses as well. Yeah. Um, and just yeah, and it's it's just absolutely hilarious and then there's a second season that came out recently which is quite meta because it's based around the first season oh the first season was actually really well and people received it well and blah blah so they're gonna they want to reboot it in America Mm. and they're trying (laughs) it's trying to like them trying to control that process because basically for like the the premise is that they're going to reboot in America but David Tennant and Michael Sheen aren't well known in America so they're going to recast them but then they've asked for the rest of the cast to reprise their roles, just not David Tennant and Michael Sheen. So then they're (laughs) trying to work out how they can sabotage the show. And it's like, yeah, you know, you're British. They want, you know, they want people who are known in America. Mm. So they get um, uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. And they're like, (laughs) they're from the UK as well. Because actually, sorry, Michael Sheen's Welsh. He's not British. They're like, but yeah, but they're known in America. It's like, but we're also known in America. Michael Sheen was in four Twilight movies. And they're like, no, no, no. And so it's them trying to like control this process. It becomes very meta. But yeah, excellent. I would highly recommend it. It's so quick and easy to watch. They're so funny. Very good. Yeah, definitely recommend that. Yeah, cool. Loki? Yeah, quick spot on Loki. Yeah. Um, I think this was the strongest and it was the one... Oh, ooh, okay. Andrew's making googly eyes at me. You what now? <laughs> I um, yeah. I I think I've said this before. All the Marvel TV shows, I've been kind of when I see trails and that, I'm like, eh, whatever. I just didn't really care about it. And then watched Loki and was like, ooh, I was pretty hooked, almost straight away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, it's been a while now, so this is we're in 
spoiler territory uh, for this honestly, one. Honestly, if you've not seen it, then I just I don't know what <laughs> more to say. Like honestly, it's right there on your thing, ready to watch all the episodes. So yeah, and um, Got it. it's it's the one <laughs> <laughs> of of one division and um, let's go. Let's just say Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, they're all. Yeah. They're done. They're like one season done. It. I. I don't know where they're going with Hawkeye, but it really seems to me that they're like using Hawkeye as a vehicle to retire. Um, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Have and you bring seen in Kate, Kate Bishop? Continue who's, to sing in yeah. Ford commercials. Yeah. Have you seen Sorry. the press conference with Kevin Feige and what's the girl playing Kate Bishop? Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld, and where she turns around to Kevin Feige and goes, "So what's happening with the Young Avengers?" And literally the look of death he gives her, like shot. <laughs> Because obviously now, no, I had not seen that. Yeah, it's so funny, <laughs> brilliant. So that's obviously so that's good. obviously where that's going with yeah. yeah. Because oh because we've we've seen, um, Wanda's two kids. We've seen yep. um, Ant Man's daughter. 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 We've seen um, uh, Shuri. We've seen um, oh gosh, and some other, and like all these ki- all these kids that are that are yeah. in the Young Avengers. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Kate Bishop. Yeah, I think she's. I feel like Hawkeye's just a vehicle to do that in yeah. the series. But Loki, yes, did not conclude at the end of season one. No, it did not. It coming said, back for season two. Said they're coming back for season yeah. two and set up the probably the next big villain for the MCU. Correct, yep. Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. Kang he the makes Conqueror. his first appearance mm. in the final episode of Loki. Yeah, no, sorry, yeah. second last episode of Loki. Ah, no, final, final. final. Um, I completely agree. Mm. I would say, upon reflection, One Division was okay. It still was just like another Marvel thing at the end. None yeah. of these Marvel shows, mm. except for Loki, they can't figure out. They all start off really strong on what they're trying to do, and yes, we're we're doing things different, and we're doing this. But they every last episode is just a big CGI battle for fifty minutes. Yeah, that goes nowhere, and it just. Oh, it's so draining, and it actually undoes yeah. all of the work, which is said in one division. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, Loki. The entire sorry, can, episode. Sorry, can oh, I no, just go, interject? Go, 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 just go, 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 just go, go, before go. we get onto no, no, Loki, because no, 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 no. I want to bounce off the point that you just said. Like they yeah. struggle to find what they they want to do. Mm. I feel like Hawkeye and the uh, sorry, not Hawkeye. Um, uh, Falcon. Falcon and the Winter Soldier really struggle with this. Like it could have been like a brilliant movie about race in America. It could have been yeah. a brilliant movie about like dealing with past trauma. It could have been a brilliant movie about like this superhero culture. Yeah. And it just doesn't hit any of them really well. No. Mm. No. It no like, it 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 it, it, I, it touches on them and you're like, oh that's like for example the scene where um uh Falcon's walking down the street and he's having that argument with um Bucky, Bucky. Yeah. And the cops rock up and they immediately just go to him and they're like, is there a problem here? Blah 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 and the other cop has to be like dude, don't you know who that is? Yeah. And it's that kind of thing of like, wow, he can be, you know, he can be one of the Avengers. He can have saved the world. But when he's on the street having an argument with a, with a white man, he gets the one that's tight. Like they could yeah. have, they, and then obviously all the thing, all the stuff with the um, black super soldier and yeah, yeah. The first Captain um, America. all of that stuff. Like they, yeah. like they could have run down that line and had told a really powerful story, mm. but they didn't. They just kind of touched on them. And yeah. it's like, well, yeah, not I, this, just, obviously. Yeah. I'm a big advocate for Marvel, and I'm always stick up for them. Um, <laughs> but um, we, I know they touched on especially the the Black Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, 
but they've definitely opened that up. You mean Black Captain, uh, Black um, uh, Super Black, Soldier, Black Super yes. Soldier? Yeah, yeah, sorry. They've definitely opened that up to exploring more. Oh yeah, I, because like, obviously his nephew, which you're introduced to, he's yes. one of the Young Avengers as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so obviously you can go down that avenue, and I would not be surprised if they came out with a TV show of the Black Captain America and stuff like that. Oh look, I well obviously um. Oh, what's his actual character name? I can't think of it. Um, Falcon. Um, like, yeah, no, I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I'm, he, he's I'm obviously bl- the new, I'm, I'm blanking. It's he's just the um, Captain America. Well, they're doing um, Captain America. Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson, thank you. Sam Wilson. He does, he's obviously Captain America, and they're obviously going to, they had a bit of a monologue at the end of the final episode, and that was good and everything, but again, it's just, yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway, it, I just it, wanted to. It fell on short that. on the mark that it was trying to hit. Which is a very running occurrence with yeah. Marvel also, at the moment. And it, and it tried yeah. to hit a lot of marks. Mm. And as a result, it but just anyway, didn't hit anyway, we're here to talk about yes. Loki and what we liked about Loki yep. and things we didn't like about Loki. So, Loki. Loki. Kang the Conqueror. <laughs> mm, yeah, it was great. Like, <laughs> so, like, just, just bring it on what, Look, what, what everyone was before. Like, it was, it dared to be different and it dared to tell a story differently and it dared to shake yeah. things up in the MCU. Yeah. And it literally succeeded in all of well, that. Well, they and, sold an episode where you literally watched them in an office researching. But here's the thing yeah. there, right? The whole first episode is Loki, 2012 Avengers Loki. Yeah, like... Bear with me, bear with me. Um, yep. Loki coming to terms with his future self and the decisions that he made well, he gets, and ultimately he's the exact same character and he doesn't yeah. grow from that and he it was a really way to, good way to start off the series to kind of literally like, have what yeah. six movies worth of character arcing literally just shoved to a Loki from what you know like six well, he movies got like ago. a ten minute he did. clip of his whole life oh. and how it's going to evolve and how it's going to unravel and just ends with like end of recording and yeah. he's like oh gosh yeah, yeah. it's it was, yeah, it was, a, a it lot was of coming it. to terms with his own, own morality, and he's a god, and he's that prospect has never come to him at all, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially like you said with 2012 Loki, yes, who was ready to take over the world, yes. and yeah, which was which was a difficult hurdle, I think, for a lot of people to begin to begin with, because mm. we we are remembering Loki from Endgame and and mm. the the sacrifices and how he'd evolved as a person, yeah, and then he, then we get him in the series, and he's like still tricks to God trying to take over the world, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So yeah, but I yeah look, I I really love it. I don't spend too much time on it, but I really enjoyed it, and I think Kang the Conqueror setting up mm. to be a really interesting villain, and yeah. obviously what it sets up with the oh, another voice crack wouldn't be a screen for time with exact voice crack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but setting up the the multiverse, um, and Huge all the aspects of yeah, just really cool. Yeah, and looking forward to that. And Owen Wilson, wow. Oh. He Gosh, just, he's good. Wow. Wow. <laughs> he just amazing. Loved him. Sidebar on Owen Wilson. Yeah. Do you know that he co-wrote a bunch of Wes Anderson films as well? Oh, it would not surprise me. Like, he wouldn't surprise he's, he's, he's like every in one the bag. Yeah. Well, yeah he's, in, he's in obviously a lot of them, but he co-wrote a lot of the early ones, like Royal Tenenbaums. He wrote that with him. Yeah. Like oh, he's, and like, <laughs> it's kind of like, why did you go off and do all these dumb movies? Yeah, you when just you're actually the bag. A, you're actually a really talented writer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, look, my thoughts on Loki were I enjoyed it. Yeah. For the most part, but yeah. it just didn't grab me really as much because I just I'm not that invested in Loki, if that makes sense. So like going through all his variants and stuff, I was like, that's a cool idea, but that last episode was probably the winner 
And me. it's just all dialogue driven. They just sit and chat for an hour. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. And that, that was great. Yeah. Well, although that fight scene where he and... Um, Sith. What, what's no, her not name? Lady Sith. Um, um, Sith. Oh, goodness. Anyway, when... Trixie he, or whatever. Her name yeah, when it. he and her are like fighting to get to the ship. Yeah. There's just that long... I, I feel it's almost even like a continuous shot of them. Probably, yeah. Fighting through the streets. That was... I was like... Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Very dead esque Yes. Oh. I love the variant... Oh, what's his name? And he like raised Asgard with his magic and everything. Oh, yes. I yeah, know who you're talking he about. Was old Loki. Yeah, old Loki. <laughs> I thought that bit there was brilliant. Oh, it's a, a Richard E. Grant. That Richard E. Grant. Yeah. yeah. That's the one. Old mate. Yeah. Old, old mate. Yeah. Oh, old mate. There you go. That's yeah. been awesome to chat about what we've seen. Yeah. yeah. That's been our past, eh? Mm, it is. been our past. Um, Tyson, we're chatting about two movies today. We are. What's the first one we're going to chat about? Um, we Let's start with um, 007, No Time mm. to Die. Yes. Um. Daniel we Craig's are, last Bond film. Daniel Craig's last Bond film. We are going to keep this one spoiler-free because Andrew hasn't seen it yet. No, nope. um, I have not. Yep, we uh, both, uh, Zach and I, went and saw it um, individually. I saw it with a mate for his birthday. On ya. And, uh, and yeah, so currently <laughs> Andrew, Andrew's giving me a death stare at the moment. I saw it with my girlfriend. After watching all the Bond movies with her. I'll go and see it again with you. Dude. I will see it for a second time. I'd hold your hand. Yeah. <laughs> like, doesn't matter. And you seeing it with another friend. Who's this other friend? <laughs> That's the big question. I, you, you know. I it, told it was... you, I would have sat a few rows back going, Did you see what just happened? I did, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, it is, it's obviously Daniel Craig's last film. He This was stated in press releases and everything. Because I don't think he was going to even come back for this one, was he? It's been six I, years since Vector. Has it really? Six years. Five of this release when it was supposed to in 2020. But Spectre came out in 2015. Wow. So you know what I didn't happens quite realize is that. he obviously got paid. Oh, they backed that money truck Most hard. definitely. <laughs> Easily nine figures. Nine? Easily. Easily. Yeah, um, yeah I mean... It's- to give you a brief, I might jump to the synopsis then since it's his last movie. Oh, I just yeah, want to yeah. say, this is directed by Carrie Joji Funkenauer, first American director to ever direct a Bond film. Oh, there you go. Cop that. His fame is he did the entirety of True Detective Season 1, directing that. He's done Maniac on Netflix. He's done Beast of No Nation, Netflix's first feature film. Brilliant director. Yeah. Brilliant director. Um, and this one also stars, um, obviously, Daniel Craig, Lea Seydoux, who's returning from Spectre. Yeah. Um, you've got Ralph Fiennes as M. Um, you've got Rami Malek as the villain in here. My yes. boy, Elliot, from Mr. Robot. Absolute legend. Yep. Anna Diarmas is in here. You've also got Naomi Harris turning, LaShawna Lynch as a female. Mm. 007. Double um, oh, O, mate. Just a double O. She doesn't have the right of seven. Um, well, you've got Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> Let's get to that. Um, and you've also you got, just spoiled something. It's in the trailer. No, but she's just a double O in the trailer. Yes, they do. No, yes, they, they do. Let's put it this way: it's it's not a it, this isn't a, a spoiler. But they don't call her double O seven. Yes, they do. Do yeah. they in the yeah. trailer? I thought they just called her a double O. No, she's a double O. Yeah, she's double O seven. Oh, yeah, in the trailer. Okay, well, I completely. She replaces him. Oh my god! I'm, yeah. I'm blowing up. Crazy <laughs> sorry, that. sorry. I do apologize. No, that's. That. I thought they just like he said. Like, I see you've got a new double O. That's what I thought. No, no, he said in the trailer. No, no, no. Yeah, she's she's a, a new 007. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Um, well, she's got that handle. Yeah. At least for a little bit. That's awesome. Finally, Christoph Waltz. And it's written by the same guys who have done all of um, the Craig's. Craig's. Yeah, and Pierce Brosnan's. So Neil Purvis, Robert Wade, and then Carrie Joji Funkenauer also helped. And so did Phoebe Waller Bridge, who is a British actor, writer, director known for Fleabag. And Killing Eve, she created both of their series. Oh, Killing yeah. Eve's good. I and like she Killing was Eve. also the robot in Solo, um, if you remember that. The female robot that oh, yeah. shouted a lot and did all of that. Don't look at me! Um, no. Tyson? She, yeah, well, this is, <laughs> you've just highlighted the whole problem with Solo. Anyway, um, I th- I'm going to start by yeah. touching on what you said with... Oh, wait, hang on. First of all, we should probably yeah. stay, give it a rating. Out of Can't 10. Can't be 7. Can't be 7. I'm going to say... Oh, Look, it's definitely above a seven. Like, I'm not, I'm not disputing that. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it. Like a I reckon, loose eight. I reckon easily an eight. I reckon. Um, the the thing is for me, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, is so. Do you remember when you went and saw Casino Royale the mm-hmm. first time, and you're mm-hmm. suddenly like, this is "Oh awesome. wow, they've made Bond like modern and gritty, and it's still got all the Bond." characteristics and all the like you know flamboyance and crazy gadgets and everything but the like if do you remember the opening scene where it's like him and it's like that real high contrast black and white yeah him having it's him getting his first kill yeah Yeah. exactly his first first kill and And you're just like wow this is solid this is good Mm. it didn't have that same kind of like uh that kind of carry through for me yeah um it's a still a great movie. Still mm. great Daniel Craig, great Bond. It's got all the classic Bond stuff in there. It just didn't have the same, like, um, I guess the Drive. same. No, just the same impact as that, yeah. as that originally did. Okay. Um, certainly, I think it's one of his stronger ones. Yeah. So obviously, like Casino Royale is the pinnacle. I, I would say probably his best. Yeah. Realistically. Yep. Um, maybe that's coloured through a bit of nostalgia. Um. The other ones that he did... Quantum of Souls? So, Quantum of Souls was a bit rubbish. Oh, yeah. Rider Strike movie. Yeah. Really? Skyfall. Yeah. Oh, wow. Skyfall, I quite enjoyed. So did I. Spectre was better than Quantum, but not as good as the other two. Yep. I think No Time to Die is probably up there with... I would say it's probably equal to Skyfall. Maybe maybe a bit better. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, probably a bit better actually. Yeah, but not as good as Casino Royale. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Interesting. Interesting. What do you think? This is a decent eight for me. Um, yeah. The only reason it's not on a nine for me. Yeah. Um. One, it is long. Very long. I understand why How it's long, long it? and you watch it's two hours and forty minutes. I was gonna oh, say, wow. is and I understand um why it has to be that long because it's his last film. Yeah. So that doesn't to... detract from the fact that it's long. Yes. You get me? Like yes, it's, I get you. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, um, there's a few probably good correct. 20 minutes that could be cut out type thing. No, so I don't think that it oh, is. Oh, you don't think no, that? No, I okay. think that it's, it, it earns every bit of its screen time. Okay. But the fact that it's two hours and 40 minutes yeah. means it's two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, okay. That, that, that's what yeah, I'm, no, I get, that's I get what I'm saying. saying. Two yeah, hours yeah. and 40 minutes of content. Like correct. That's just, it's correct. solid. Like this is how you're going to wrap up his correct. stint. Correct. Yeah, gotcha. Um, I also think Rami Malik is a little bit underutilized. Um, Dang. Really was hoping good stuff from him. He, no, not him. Yeah, they, like they were going to give him more. No, so his overarching story is great. Yes. Um, I just think he could have been utilized a little bit more, but that's my yeah. personal preference. Personal opinion. Yeah. Um, I I think, man, what a great way to wrap up Daniel Craig's tenure as Bond. Okay. Yes. Honestly. Yes. And I look, I think 
your point, Tyson, is really valid, and Casino Royale starts off, I don't think it has all the typical Bond tropes to a T. It's very grounded. It still has your, you, your, I'll, your, your glitz. I'll challenge you on that one. But it still yeah. has your, your, your glitz <laughs> of Bond, the swagger of Bond, yeah. some of it, but it doesn't have anything like a really high-concept villain, high-concept stakes. It's mm. literally all about a man playing high-stakes poker. Actually, you're right, because... Sorry, now that you... Sorry to interject. Mm. Now that you bring it up, you've just reminded me that in Casino Royale, it's the guy who cries blood. Yes. Um, and, then, and then he just gets... And he, he just gets killed halfway through the movie. But and also, what he, what does he do? He try, He's an accountant for the these black arms dealers, for the black market, That's who right, deal yeah. in slavery and who deal in yeah. third world wars like it's a very real thing right i think yeah. Yeah. the progression of daniel craig's bond tenure is it's it's like, it's like a reverse yeah started off very grounded mm. quantum of solace was kind of similar skyfall kind of went up a bit because you know m is the bond girl in that movie right like yeah. she's the focus she's the star of yeah that. and you get a, you get like a hacker and you get a bit more high concept wanting to you yeah. know, view the world spectre you reveal this organization that big works in the shadows yep. and they you know live in this isolated place in the desert yeah you get to here and this is where definitely bond has you know some of the most gadgets there's a bit of a, a more a realistic and believable but more high concept story and high yeah. concept um means in terms of the villains yeah but i think it r- ties off everything about what had made daniel craig's bond so iconic yeah his grittiness the realism of it um, the way that he portrays the character, the swagger, yeah, it, it's it puts Bond in a really emotionally vulnerable state. Wow, I will say, like it, he has not been exposed this much, like yeah. literally ever. Yeah, like they really get into the nitty gritty of stuff all the way from Casino Royale. Wow, yeah. and they really do a fantastic job of working through everything through all of his films. Yeah, which I won't spoil. No, but um, like they don't like you know Casino Royale. Um, I would say Skyfall and Spectre are all really key influences. Like, I'd watch yeah. Spectre again yeah, before wow. jumping into this, right? Okay. Um, and I just think visually the action set pieces are some of the best in the series. The music by Hans Zimmer is phenomenal. Always um, And Kari Joji Funkanawa and his um, DOP... Um, Linus Singh, that's like a Swedish accent, I'm not going to pronounce it. Apologies. Just some great shots and just really good cinema. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's what, what we come for. It's what we come for for a Bond movie. And it's mm. a big deal, Bond. Yeah. And I think there's, you know, when we look back on his tenure 20 years from now, yeah, there's really, I think, there's a flavor, there's a, there's a style, there's a substance associated with Daniel Craig's Bond, yeah. which really permeates his entire legacy. Yeah. Sorry know, to carry on about that. No, no, dude, you're okay. That, that was my kind of like... Yeah. Do you know what else I think mm. um, is really apparent? And I think we'll probably... Well, it depends, I guess, where they go from here. But what we'll notice looking back is that with Daniel, Craig Bo- Daniel Craig's Bond, as you said, um, Zach, it's the same writer mm. for all the movies. And you can Wri- tell... Writers. Writers. Sorry, yes, you're right. Um, you can tell that because they make all these references to these movies and it's not just like this individual bit here and, you know, like, oh, hey, let's bring Jaws back because, you know, look, we're going to go to space and he was a character that people like. Yeah. No, they're actually like, there's a story arc that carries through these five movies that's not yeah. been something we've really experienced in uh, Bond before. No. 
Um, but they also don't shoehorn it in like a Marvel or a Fast and Furious, you know? Like there's, no, there's, Fast and Furious. But there's <laughs> very... Well, they do all connect. I'm just... I'm sort of, I'm sort of yeah, saying, I mean, it's all yeah, that family. Yeah, um, they <laughs> Even though they were stealing DVD. That's one. right. But um, there's a real purpose to everything that they work in and nothing feels out of place. And like all the, the groundwork that they've laid, really like there's a sure found foundation from that that gets built. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Can I tell you the one gripe I, that I had with this? Oh, shoot. I don't. I like. I think this is a, this is a detail that is not obviously not told in the in the trailer. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be a spoiler though. But I yeah, hope not. <laughs> well, look, there are certainly larger things that we could spoil. Um, I don't. Th- I don't think this is like crucial in terms of story and stuff like that. Yep, yep, yep. But what I will say is, I so I have a degree in physics and nanotechnology, <laughs> and whenever someone brings up nanobots, it makes my skin crawl. Yeah, because what they're real. Well, <laughs> no, they're not, and that's this is they the thing that that drives me mental. And so nanobots are like a key feature in this movie, mm. and I'm just like, oh. Gosh. Not real. <laughs> like, I can get behind yeah. guns in the headlights. I can get behind his watch has an electromagnet that can deflect bullets. Yeah. I can get behind all this crazy Bond stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But when they're like, nanobots, especially, and obviously this this was something they couldn't control because it was written and produced and everything before Pre-COVID, the pandemic. Yeah. But especially given the whole, I'm just going to say it, crazies out there that are like, Bill Gates is going to insert nanobots in my COVID vaccine oh, and drag well, me. Well, apparently, blah, blah, blah. I'm about to be activated if you ask. Yeah. at my work. <laughs> so all this, yeah, all that kind of crap. Like, I just think <laughs> bringing that mm. into this Bond movie at this time is just like, I, I'm gonna. I think it's irresponsible. Look, it was. And I don't very think they could. I don't, don't think they could have no, changed they it. They couldn't have. But no way. I think it's just like this is not something we need right now mm. with vaccine hesitancy and people who yeah. you know haven't passed high school science but then think but they like have you said a when they wrote it vaccines. no one could have predicted a world pandemic where no, 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 people no, into absolute crazies so but look i think um yeah i mean look i i think again harkening back to my original point where you know bond um craig's bonds kind of have gone in reverse order i i really when that part of the story was introduced to me and I think the way that they kind of justify is actually quite you know it's semi-believable in the way that they do it mm-hmm. um, oh yeah I'm I'm not disputing the how they used it as a vehicle yeah that's a was, it's point. legitimate yeah, yeah. I think they they definitely it was it worked well yeah it just as I said like as someone who's you know studied this it's yeah. like <laughs> when people are like hey tiny robots I'm just like oh gosh here we go again <laughs> <I can imagine. laughs> but yeah I think Look, I mean, we can't say too much um, because, because of spoilers. I'll kill you. But it, <laughs> like, it ends really well, oh, and I think. So um, I mean, I loved Leia Seydoux in this. She and her, the continuation of her character from, um, yeah. from Spectre. Mm. Um, I mean, she's a fantastic actress. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just everything. I I just really enjoyed it. I really yeah. enjoyed. It. I think it was good. I mm. love the Craig Bond films. Um, I really do. Well, they're they're the most definitive ones now. Most definitely compared to holy moly, the old ones are so misogynistic. Good grief, the old ones are so hard to watch now. Oh man, no, because they're 
Oh, geez, Louise. Well, Holy like I, when I say hard to watch, <laughs> I mean because of what you just said and because they're so outdated. Yes. And it's just like, how did I ever watch these? Like the Sean Connery one where he goes to yeah. is it like China or Japan. Holy moly. <laughs> that yeah. like Twitter it would have a field day with that. I'm not. Oh my gosh, man. It yeah. was, I, I, I rewatched the scene. I don't know how in what context. Oh, I was watching. I, I was watching um a TV show here, like a, a um. Have you been paying attention? Yeah. The, um, the Working Dog Boys. So like Russell Coyle, Aussie Adventures, bloody yeah. staple Brilliant. Australian television. Yeah. Um, they're doing a a part on their show where it's like, um, what is the title of this? Or like finish this sentence, mm. and they were all old Bond movies, and one of them was from when you only live twice. Yeah. I was like, oh gee. It was just not like like this know, was okay. <laughs> like <laughs> asking Sean Connery, like finish this ancient Japanese proverb. What does this mean? And I'm like, oh, oh, oh it's gosh. just not good. Yeah. Um. So let's let's leave that one. Um. <laughs> can we talk a little bit about future Bond from here? Yeah. And obviously, yeah, we've yeah. got to keep. Who this... do you want to cast? Well, so obviously Daniel Craig said this is his last one. Um. Yeah. And I think obviously... re- regardless, it it's gonna there's gonna be a reset. Most definitely. Oh, there yeah. has to be. Well, has actually, to be. Well, has let's to be. talk about this. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that I thought was very interesting, so, so obviously they bring in um, Lashana Lynch as 007. Yeah. Um, and I read a Guardian piece about her, like, you know, is she going to be the new, like, the ongoing 007? Obviously, she's not Bond. Yeah. And apparently it's already been ruled out. But it, yeah. but it, I, se- I guess it kind of, like, it, it breaches those waters of, like, hey, 007 can be more than just... You know, some oh, white so guy. Double O Seven can. I don't think the character of James Bond can. You know, well, no. I, well, hang on. I'll come yeah. back to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The other thing is that um, Anna De Armas is in this. She's uh, in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah. Knives yeah. Out. Yeah. Oh, she's in it for like brilliant actress. She's excellent. She's in it for like a hot minute, and then she's gone. Well, exactly. I like her. Well, yes, I do too. And so those, as as I was discussing with someone else later, I was like, those two are probably going to be like touch points to continue yeah. into the next one. So I reckon they'll probably... Oh, no, you don't think so? Well, no. I don't know. I think... um, Oh, maybe touch points to continue in the next one, but I do think from here, whoever takes over as Bond and whatever Barbara Broccoli and um Michael G. Wilson decide to do with Bond, yeah. it's going to be a hard reset. Like, a new yeah. M, new Money Penny, new Q. Yeah, like, like you're I, resetting the whole... like you are Because of how iconic and mm. how... And how will they wrap up Daniel yeah. Craig's Bond? But they could do that, most yeah. definitely. They really could. Um, but I don't think they're like, people are like, they should do a spin-off show. And I'm like, mate, no, you just don't do that with Bond. You don't. Oh, I, I'm more meant like... Oh, well, they did too. When I grew up, there was a cartoon called James Bond. James Bond but Jr. Like they're, they're not gonna make a, but they're not going to make a Netflix show. No, no, of course not. I'm not so much meaning that. I mean more like, for example, how like Dame Judi Dench... Yeah, carried on from Brosnan into Daniel Craig as as M, as even M. though even though that was Casino Royale was really a hard reset. It was mm. James yeah. Bond first becoming a double O agent, yep, mm. but yep, Dame yep, Judi. Yep. But does it? Does I meant more like they they will appear in like maybe the next movie. They could as a continuation point. But does but, James Bond have that aspect of say Batman as well, where someone broke down the aspect of Batman? Is every story you know of Batman either happened ten years in the past or ten years in the future of the current Batman that you know? Interesting. So, does that relate to James Bond, especially with the whole M thing? Yeah. It's like, okay, we saw him become a double O with his kills and stuff, but then all those other stories, did they happen with 
M, and that's why she's got such a distance oh, see, with I, him. I don't know. I I've always just kind of gone. I've just kind of taken it at face value and just gone. You know, I was like, everyone's like that. We've had bonds before. Yeah, this is a new bond. Mm. Oh, they've decided to make a hard reset, but they've decided to keep J- Dame Judi Dance. I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. Cool. Um, I think those are really iconic casting roles in yes. that in the aspect yeah. of. James Duty Dench, um, in particular, I really think it's the only person that's really carried on yeah. from the Bros and the Nero to Yeah. Of I course. think that was like you, you know, it's Dame Judy Dench. Yes. Her no, yeah. and Q who Oh, he was introduced in Skyfall, so No, he, the original Q. The one I grew up with. Yeah. Oh, the guy he played oh, Q for literally every single movie up until the last one which he was replaced by John, John Cleese. Cleese. John Cleese. So yeah. literally yeah. one movie. Yeah. Um, and his name was R. On that note, oh, yeah, because yes. 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 on that note, Ben Wishaw as Q is Ben Wishaw is another actor. Like he mm. could, he's so good in everything. Yeah, very good. Um, anyway, anyway, I think they should reset. Yep, hard reset. Yep, and I will be devastated if they don't go with a black actor. So uh, this is this is the other thing I was going to bring up. Great. So Great. obviously, there's <laughs> there's lots of so there's lots of. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of people. So again, when Lashana Lynch was as 007, don't you flash was, me? Sorry, don't you flash me? Oh, sorry, <laughs> my my phone torch just turned on. Um, she comes in as 007, and yep. let's just be honest, lots of angry white men out there being like, <laughs> oh, whatever. Now, I think I have a theory, and I can't go into it because you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but I think that there is a real way for them to continue. Yeah. Mm. And have a legitimate, mm. I'm going to say it, female 007. Not Lashana Lynch. Yeah. I reckon they could have, I reckon they could have a legitimate female 007 bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I know, I know where you're going with that. I, know, yeah. I get, so, yeah, I get where you go, but it's just never going to I just don't think it will, because... Mm. I, I, it's, like, like it could. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it, but one thousand percent could. But it's James Bond, not Janet Bond. But well, the, but I think that the thing what ja- what even Daniel Craig has said is like there are so many there's so many bad characters you could create for a female 007 thousand percent rather than James Bond. Yeah. Well, like I I I know where you're going with this. Yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah. picking up what I'm throwing yes, down. Yes, I am. I am so yeah, I am. like a I think that they could as it like continue. And have a legitimate 007 bond who is female. Yeah. And have it, say, you know, set a little bit beyond where we are at the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. it would be a way, and the reason I bring this, I think it would be a way for it to be 007 bond, obviously not James Bond, but still have that as a legitimate way to continue through from this series that we've just had of five movies. Mm, yeah. I, w- like... I would love to see them explore that option. Yeah. Obviously, they they may or may not. Yeah. Um, but I think that if they were, if they kind of like, if they, I don't know, if they did, I think it would be a good way to do it. Yeah. But I guess we'll kind of see where we go. With yeah. That. Mm. I just um, I really think what they want to do is like a hard reset. They'll yeah. do a. Hard I'm, I'm reset, really, yeah. I really want to say this explicitly, but obviously. Yeah, we'll have to wait. Like, till I, I think what you're, what, what you're saying is really valorized, and it is 100. Yeah. percent I really would love to see, to Andrew's point, um, like an African American, oh sorry, mm. um, someone of a like an like an African British uh, yeah. descent, yeah, um, play James Bond. I'd yeah. love to see Daniel Kalula yeah. as James Bond. I'll I'll even take um, 
Idris Elba. I was going to say, did you I see know, this? Man, he's too old. He's too I know old, he's though, too. I, I know he's too he's old. Doing, but like he's someone doing of that. Music now. Someone of that. Is he really? Yeah, he is. Really? Um, yeah. With um, he did a song with Lum Cordell the other day. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, carry on. Um, but like someone with that um, caliber. Caliber. Yes. I think Daniel Kalula. So guy from Get Out and Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He doesn't strike me as someone who I'd want to mess with. No, but I think this Bond isn't going to be a hulking titan of a man. Mm. They're going to go for something more sleek, like not opposite of Craig, but mm. distinct enough to be removed from that. Yeah. Because again, that is just such an iconic. Like you can't even begin to kind of replicate that because your comparisons pieces will just run for years. One thing yeah. that's interesting about Bond that, again, I read in an article a while ago mm. is this is actually when Tom Hardy was being thrown around as a possible um, candidate. Place. Yeah. 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 Um, the person, the actor they get as Bond is actually usually fairly unknown. Yep. In yeah. every single instance. They be- they obviously become very well known by the end After, of their career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they start as Bond, they're a pretty unknown actor. Yeah. Or they're very, like, you know, not yeah, much. Yeah, just sprucing up yeah. on the screen. Yeah, the so yeah. that kind of does rule out. So Because the reason I was saying is, like, you know, if Tom Hardy were to do it, he would be the most high-profile person to enter the Bond role yeah. ever. Um, which is Which is crazy now when you think of, like, Again, like Daniel Craig or like Sean Connery or anything mm. like that. Pierce yeah. Brosnan, yeah. Very interesting. I think according to the producers, Barbara Broccoli and Mark Dewis, when they're going to start the search next year yeah. as mm. to what that looks like. Who knows? How long that takes? Who knows? Yeah. Um, I do Maybe th- let's just give the guys a break. They're probably like, oh my God. So I do tired. think though we will see like, Tom Holland as yeah. Bond in our lifetime. I'm not Tom saying... Holland as no, Bond. No, 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 no. I'm not saying immediately. I'm nah. saying maybe in 10 years. No, no, he's no, not no. buying in, it. In our lifetime. It, mate, he's going to mm. look like he's still 22 when he's 35. That's mate, true, he's I too guess. busy being Nathan Drake right now. Oh. Oath. Oath. All right. Good. Should, we, should we move on? We'll leave, leave Bond it. there. Let's do it. Um, Andrew, I'm so keen to revisit this conversation once you've seen it. We'll, we'll, we'll revisit it next we episode. Will. Yeah, two um, weeks. Yep, there okay. we go. <laughs> um, Ten months. <laughs> The other thing that has come out recently that we are going to talk about is Eternals, Marvel's uh, Eternals, yes. which is their second movie? Third movie of this year. Third? Third. We had we Black had Widow Sh- and Shang-Chi. Oh, Black Widow. Oh, okay. That's why I'm not considering. Okay, Black Widow I'm not counting because, <laughs> and the, I'm talking about kind of, because chronologically it's set in the past. True. So true, I'm more thinking true. like post-Endgame. Yeah, cool, And cool, again, cool. we're not going to count Spider-Man. Um. But we've we've had Shang Chi and then we've had Eternals. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't been received super well. I've heard a fair amount of criticism. Some of it legitimate, some of it not so. Yep. But we've all seen it. Yes, yes. we have. Um, I have a little bit of a soft spot for Eternals. I have Neil Gaiman um, in I think early two thousands rebooted it, and it was it was it's ex- I've only got his one run that he did, but yep. it was excellent. Um, recreation of these ca- of these characters and what they kind of meant. Oh. This um, this one that's being made is not based on that. More Kirby's work. It's eh? based on yeah the original yeah. kind of work of um, yeah Jack Kirby. Um, but yeah, first of all, I guess we'll start. What did we think of it? Um, rating from one to ten. You can't use seven. You want me to start it off? Go. I think it was. Oh, you know what? I don't actually know now. I'm I'm gonna say a six. Five. Five. Okay. Wow. Well, I was not expecting to be Okay. I reckon I've got I reckon I've 
probably gone the highest because the, I the only reason you get the highest because you've got the hotspot. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I um, can I connect to the hotspot? Yeah, <laughs> mate, you can always connect to the hotspot. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you've you've got the in because you know a lot more than I would ever know about yeah. Eternals. And there's definitely some things in it that I didn't like. For example, how they represented the deviants was trash. Which I'm still very confused about the deviants. Yeah, yeah. So this movie, like, truly has like an identity problem because it was so they've got so Chloe Zhao who is a fantastic filmmaker recently won best picture and best director for her film Nomadland with Mm -hmm. Frances McDormand yeah um has you know co-written and directed this film um one aspect of this film is it's trying to be this this kind of this indie art house piece um you know trying to be very stylistic with its conventions and very Character study focus. That's that's movie one. Yeah. Movie two is it wants to be this superhero epic telling stories from literally the beginning of time, time. till now and dealing with these godlike figures who are so above humanity. Well, well gods. Yeah, they, they are gods. They dealing are, with these yeah. and telling an epic of, you know, mass proportions, right? Yeah. And then the other part, C of this movie, is it still needs to be a Marvel movie that is palatable for their audience, which is more or less essentially anywhere anyone aged between eight years old to literally 50. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> it just does this... Yeah, look, I didn't mm. really enjoy it. I thought it was a really... A, so, one, it just doesn't... They don't know how to end movies without there being a big CGI fight or some sort of CGI villain. Yes. But at the end of the day, this film wants to be known and it's a... It wants to be known for its characters, and it wants to really articulate relationships of these of these gods, right? Yeah. And at that kind of bare minimum, it really does fail because us as the audience is put so secondary to all of their interactions because they literally know everything that's happened to each other. There's, what, 5,000 years of history that yeah. they all know about. Yeah. So, but we're literally secondary in the passenger seat watching this history unfold, right? Yeah. There's no vehicle for us to experience these relationships through a character's eyes. Yeah. If no, you can no, get what I'm understanding, yeah, no, right? No, I 100% get what you mean. They had an opportunity to use a character for that. Yeah. Kit Harrington. They blew it off completely. So we feel so much removed from these gods' quote-unquote struggle already more so than we should be because they're, you know, positioned to us as yeah. these otherworldly gods have huge powers, have all of these yeah. different things going on in their lives. They're so above everything else. And when we actually kind of connect with them or begin to connect with the 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 pain, the betrayal, the love that they deal with, yeah. we can't because all that they've already experienced, they've already experienced and they just yeah. brush it off. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You get what I'm kind of saying there? Yeah. Yeah. I, We're not experiencing that alongside them. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel that team aspect between no. them and this the well, family aspect between yeah. them yeah. living this life. Yeah. And then obviously they all split up and went their separate ways and I'm like, yeah. well, why do I care about that? Do you know what I found weird? Um, I, I found it weird that they didn't at least use part of Neil Gaiman's reboot idea. And the reason is it kind of, I guess actually it kind of gets back to what you were saying, Zach. Um, the, so in the Neil Gaiman reboot, that what he did was that all the Eternals have basically had their memories wiped, mm. and they're just like 
so like Makari, who's actually a male in the um the ser- in the comic series, um, he is Mark Curry. Who's that? And he's oh that that was um oh gosh I can't remember her name the the deaf actress. Um, yep, 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 yep. The speedster, little speedster, little yes. flash. Yeah. Um, did you know that Jack Kirby created the Eternals after his stint at DC? Did he? Mm-hmm. Really? Absolutely king. Interesting. So um, think about your characters there. You got Superman, Flash, Lauren Rudolph, Ridloff, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. So so the thing in in yeah the Neil Gaiman one is that they've all had their memories wiped. Yeah. And then what that meant is getting back to what you're saying, Zach. They you then got to you rediscover all their story. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was yeah. a way to actually do that, whereas this one's just kind of was there. I the, can I. Can I jump in to defend? Both? Oh no! And like, think what I will say as well. Like, yeah. s- how this movie is shot for, I reckon, two thirds movie is really is great. It's Chloe Zhao style. Yeah. And I once we get past the start of the movie, and they start actually setting up the law of the celestials yes. of mm. these godly beings. That stuff was super interesting, and it yeah. got to a point where I'm like, okay, this is cool because we're discovering characters and we're discovering how they interact who yeah. they are and we're discovering the kind of the bigger place that they all have right I think yeah. it was too long of a gap to get to those like clicking points yep but for everything to connect and by the time that yeah. we're there we're in a third act which mm. just blows everything out of the water because yeah. we yeah. have a villain who's come out of nowhere we've got mm. conflict that just has no reason what needs to be there yeah and it's just CGI mm. you know yeah. so the middle was really cool and I was like this is there's so many cool ideas here that are coming to fruition, and I like that we're jumping back and forth, but it then it just all just kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. I Can I jump yeah, in sure, to sure, defend sure, a sure, criticism sure. that neither of you have raised, oh, for right. the record? Oh, thank goodness. But this is something that I've heard um, as a criticism of Eternals, definitely, and Shang-Chi to a lesser extent. Okay. I love Shang-Chi. Me too. I think yeah. it's great. Um, oh, you watched it now? Yes, yeah, yeah. I've, Ooh, I've seen it now, yeah. Um, it. I think that like, they're both good, but I think people have had this um, problem where they we've just come out of and you, we've we've described all this and we're not the only ones who've said this before. This is not even our analogy. The whole idea of the, the Marvel movies are like a, a TV season, mm-hmm. and you've had your your openings opening episodes of Iron Man and stuff like that. You set up these characters and it's yeah. a big kind of start. You then have a you know a number of movies as your middle episodes where it's like you're just establishing things. You've then got I mean they're not this happens in Australia, but like you know your Thanksgiving weekend. So you've got you know, your your break, so you've got to end on a little bit of a high and that's your first Avengers and then you kind of come back and you've got some more characters you build in and then you build up to your season finale, which is Endgame. Mm. And we've had a big thing and now we're coming into effectively season two. Yes. We're yep. setting up our big next story arc. Yep, yep, yep. And like in any TV series, after you finish season one with your big finale, you come back into season two and it's got to drop back down. Of course yep. it Because you've got your first, you've got to you you reintroduce, reintroduce things, yep. reintroduce yep. the new conflict, all that yep. kind of thing. This is where we are now. We've just come off the high of Endgame. That's a, it's a and fair And we get point. to like Shang-Chi and Eternals and people are like, eh, just, you know, it wasn't as good. And you're like, mm. yeah, you're right. But that's because we've got to now do all the groundwork to set up yeah. the next Endgame. Mm. And you've and that's why we bring but in this is all why the new post, characters and all, all this This is why the post credit scenes are so important to yeah, stick exactly. around and watch. And like every time we go see a Marvel movie, we see people get up and like, come on. It's yeah. 12 years now. You've yeah. got to stay here and get excited. See, that's a fair point to make that we're effectively in season two. We're starting from the groundwork. Mm. I think, though, what every TV show season to season does is it changes. 
and effectively this for like the Marvel formula for lack of a better term hasn't changed enough. He's got a yeah, point. Yeah, fair there. point. Fair point. They ha- it hasn't, right? It's still yeah. reverting to its old ways. Sure, they yep. pepper in um, names that they can market and they pepper in names associated with that um, style, associated with that name yeah. that they can market. Look, we're doing something different. And they do do to some parts. You can shoot them a bit differently and say it's different. And then, yeah, you, yeah, you're right, champion. You're doing mm. it differently, right? Yeah. Mm. But at the end of the day, your story structure is still the same and you still resolved to the same kind of conclusion yeah it feels pretty similar Shang-Chi was different Shang-Chi was fantastic because yeah. not it's a Hong Kong action movie mm. with Marvel characters in it yeah and yes like with that film the ending I still think is a CGI fest which I didn't like yeah but you yeah. had interesting notes on a hero's journey and particularly mm. what that looks like in a different style of film that is not yeah. Western. But then, yes. like, where it felt refreshing, right? Saying what you were saying about Eternals and the story, and you felt disconnected. Shang Chi executed that brilliantly. You yep. you knew nothing yep. about his past, and yep. you slowly got yep. drip fed, like you said, from Cowboy Bebop and stuff yep. like that. Yeah. Yep. And that's what you need where Eternals, it's kind of like, yeah, we've been around and for a while, the, and we kind of liked each other. We had a little sex scene. The character we had to see through your eyes of was Aquafina. Yeah. And, um, in Shang-Chi, mm. right? Yeah. Um, and I also, what really frustrates me is we actually have no idea how Gemma Chan's character and Richard Man's character fell in love. Nope. I were given, like, they just all of a sudden... Just looking at each other in, like, a hut. They look at each other, they have some fun in the sand, and then they've broken up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. like, um, we, we just... And uh, it sounds like I'm going a bit harsh, maybe, and I look like I am a bit. Yeah. But like, this is just how I personally feel. Well, we just, we, we are invested in these movies, and we like to see the end result. And Correct. Again, it's the same Marvel formula of big CGI fight at the end and stuff. But then, like, there's these characters that you really want me to be invested in, and you're not giving me the investment time that I need to care. It just made me care less about Icarus. Yes. Gemma Chan was really cool. And yeah. I think who she was and how she is hmm. this leader of the Ooh, She was, like, the main character, if you really want to break it down. Most, oh, def- yeah, for sure. most yeah. definitely yeah. she is. Um, and she's the focus of the mm. story. My favorite one was, who was the little girl? Sprite. Sprite. I, I liked her, and I wanted to know why she was so obsessed with Icarus. But so, even so, still, oh. Sorry, carry on, and then yeah. I'll cut it. But, like, just the stuff, like, we got one shot of her. Um, She's, I don't know, she's putting on a hologram of her. She's, like, an older woman, and she's trying to pick up uh, yeah. someone at the bar, and she can't do it. And it's like, that's her whole character reason of not being able to fall in love. I don't know. It's just like, there wasn't enough context here. And there was, again, just way too much they needed to include, which is yeah. what you have when you have an ensemble cast. Mm. Yeah. But if you can't give me good enough reasons to be invested in them or invested yeah. in their struggles, yeah. then I'm not going to be invested in them. And like, what was... Kamal um, Nijani. Kamal Nijani. Oh, he's great. We went through he's this, fantastic. Yeah. We went through this whole thing about he went through this huge body transformation, got super ripped for the movie. And I'm like, you really didn't do much do a lot no in the movie and like no. he had his comic he his offsider was the comic relief throughout the whole thing yeah he yeah. was funny he was funny oh yeah, yeah he was yeah. I love that actor he's been yeah. in quite a few things he's hilarious but still I, I was like I was expecting more from him yeah with all the press and everything that he had for it's, it's the marketing man you yeah. know yeah, yeah. sorry I, Tyson go yeah no 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 um, I can't remember what I was going to say now actually but um but yeah like one thing about Sprite is that that is a, a story arc. So the reason in again back in the Neil Game one, the reason why they've all forgotten everything is because Sprite's gotten angry and wiped them all as oh. as the like the person Ooh. who can like cruise like, and stuff like that. Um because she's again, same thing. She's angry that they're all adults. They get perceived as adults, they get to have adult relationships, they get all of that. And even though she is the same as them 
and as old as them, even they don't treat her as an adult. Yeah. As an equal, they treat her as a kid. Mm. And it's just like, it's a real sore point. And, and so they, they brought that in a little bit. I'm not sure if they could have done it more or not, but it was just, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. I do think, and this is, I think this is going to be a real gross reflection of the movie. I think the most exciting scene in the entire movie was the final, final post-credit scene. Correct. Oh, yeah. Kit yeah, Harrington yeah, not and Harry then Styles. just... Uh, yeah, not um, the Harry Styles. The Harry no, Styles no, no, thing no, no, I was like, the amount no. of teenage girls that came and watched that movie and just bounced at me. Oh, my oh, gosh. Goodness, no. It's like, it's, it's just Harry Styles. He doesn't do much no more. Yeah. Mate, no, no, he's, he's big. He's I know big. he's big, but like... He's huge. No, it's, uh, like, it's just, yeah, he's just the, the whole like... Um, he's the new David Bowie, if you really break it down. No, he's the new Justin Timberlake. No, no, no. When I say David Bowie, not by music. Not by music standards. All by the... The labyrinth. The labyrinth, the fashion sense, the quirkiness yeah, yeah. and all of that. Anyway, we're getting way off yeah, topic. No, I, I uh, think but like the final, the final, final scene no. where um, Kit Harrington's Dan Whitman's there and he's like, he's going to reach and they just have that voice. It's like, oh, well, okay. Do that if I would. Yeah, it's like, you sure you want to do that, Mr. Whitman? Yeah. And he's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> that. Very that, uh, Like that, I think. Do you know what? That probably made me think more favourably about movie yeah. walking out of the cinema. Well, yeah. And because, like, they just did him so dirty in the movie, man. Like, Kid he Harrington. deserves... So, like, he was literally sold as, like, he's the Black Knight. Yeah. He's got you know, so much to do. And he didn't do, didn't do much. But do you know who was the was voice? He's just, he just do you know who the voice was? Yeah. Yeah, it's Blade. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, that's yeah, that's no, why that, we're excited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah, we never actually Ali. specified that. Just but, yeah, yeah, yeah. tuning in from the distance. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But so what's I, the connection there with Blade and Well, Black obviously Knight? the Blade, from what I saw and the way it moved, it's obviously blood Yeah. in the Blade. Yeah. The, the blood, Blade, Blade, Blood. Um, so obviously it's got a connection to whatever's going on in Blade's world and universe, yeah, and that's yeah. probably why I don't do that. So yeah, Mahershala Ali is yeah. going to be Blade. Yes, For those of you is. that are unaware, Academy Award winning Mahershala Ali. And, two uh, time. Two time. Two time, yeah. And, uh, two time. So it's just... I didn't even realise it was Blade. I thought it was The Watcher first. I thought it was um, yeah. Jeffrey Wright's voice. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't until the ve- like his very little end of his sentence, I was like, uh-uh. Yeah, that has that, to that's be my homeboy. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think he was. I think we were all a little bit short gypped on that one. Yeah, like why couldn't he have just walked into the room with the trench coat, the glasses, and just be like, "I wouldn't do that." Nah, nah, do you know why it was? It was it was for the experience that I had. Where actually, no, you were there with me, weren't mm. you? Yeah, yeah, I was right. And we're sitting there, and we both went, <gasps> "Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness!" Oh my goodness. <laughs> and then the person three seats down to us just kind of looking and goes, "What's that? What?" It was so that we knew what it was. Yeah. And other people were like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But still, even if it was, he just walked out of the dark and it wasn't his full, like, just silhouette of his face with the glass. Oh. Well, look, <laughs> I don't know. That, that's just <laughs> me I mean, like, excited. that being said, with all that we've said about Eternals, I am really interested to see where it goes. Yeah, just because... Because the, over, the overarching lore stuff with the Celestials and the fact that they're all machines, like, is really cool and really interesting to see what aspect they go with that. Which, which again, I don't know if it's different in Jack Kirby's. It's not what they are in the one that I read. They're not machines. Neil Gaiman's one? Yeah. yeah they yeah, are. There you go. Both Eternals and Deviants are genetic. Um, Code? They're, they're, the Celestials have taken the, the proto-humans and they've turned yeah. them into Eternals and Deviants. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Now, what I appreciated from the Eternals 
was obviously the big end scene with the celestial coming out of the earth. Obviously, there's spoilers, so I'm sorry, but like with the celestial coming out of the water and stuff like that. If you read the latest, probably not the latest, but the last couple of years of Avengers, yeah, in comics, their base is inside a celestial head that's coming out of the ocean in Antarctica. Oh, really? So when I saw that, I was like, "That's cool." Yeah, that's really that cool. That's cool. Tu- that's touching stuff on the comics. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciated that a yeah, little cool. bit, even though now now that they have completely changed the landscape in Earth six one six, which is crazy. <laughs> When you think about it, it's no longer Earth. It's like Earth with like this thing sticking out of it. Yeah. Uh, but it's cool. I'm excited. I am. It's interesting to see where it goes. And it's said at the end, Eternals will return. So it's just a matter of time. And they obviously are very committed to these characters. Yeah. Um, well, there's actually, only three of them left? No, oh, more than that. There's Gemma Chan. There's Barry Kogan's character. Sorry. Uh, sorry. No, you're right. I was actually thinking there's only three of them left on Earth. Yes. That's right. Yeah. And they got yeah. taken. They got taken. They got taken by the Celestial at the end. Got plonked. Yep. And the other three were... In orbit. Zip-zapping zip away somewhere. In orbit. Yeah, Harry Styles. Yeah. That's right. Popped in with Pat Oswalt animated as a little um, leprechaun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> little drunk leprechaun. Little drunk leprechaun, yeah. I think overall, like, that. that's my thoughts. That, yeah. Yeah, mm, that, yeah mm, it was... Mm, I mm. said, so it's definitely not... It's, it's definitely not the strongest Marvel... No, but it really is kind of like let's but, set up these. But characters. here's the thing: you, I, you really have to respect f- for Feige for r- really trying to do something different. And let's you look back at the history of Feige's been producing these Marvel movies since 2000, which means he produced Daredevil, which means he produced Electro, which means he's produced all of these films. Really? Yeah, he yes. has. Yeah, he was he, he did. heavily. Yeah, I'm judging that him is. A bit. <laughs> Well, that is that that he's tried and failed, right? You have to learn lessons along the way. Yeah, I think this is a lesson along the way. Yeah, but it's a good way to look at it. How Tyson broke it down for us with seasons ones and twos and yes, TV shows and stuff, which I've never considered. I was just like, man, really? You've never heard that analogy before? No, no, no. I've never considered putting that analogy to this. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So gotcha. That makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well. Eternals. There you go. Eternals. What's have, I don't know. Have you watched any trailers recently that you want to? No, talk but about? I would like to bring something to your attention. Mine to, personally, or both, both of you. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it is a past, and cool. I only just remembered that we watched it. Mm. Um, Mister In Between. Oh, it's an Australian show. Yeah, an Australian show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have no Fantastic. idea what you're talking about. I've heard of it. I've heard of this show. Yeah, it's it's an Aussie show. Yeah. So it's so Aussie that. It hurts in a hilarious way. Yep. Um, but it's, it is a very serious... Some of the episodes are only 20 minutes long. Um, but it is a story about a guy who is essentially a hitman. Yeah. For whoever pays the money. Yeah. Type thing. And looking okay. at his life with his daughter and his ex-wife. And just every, every episode is a brand new story, which are all loosely connected. But it is fantastic. Yeah. So please... If you want to watch it, please go and watch it. You will not regret it. Most definitely. No, I've actually heard some really good things about yeah. it. But like I said, it's so Aussie it hurts. It's so funny. <laughs> that's I'm awesome. cool with that. I love yeah, good Aussie awesome. films. Um, look, I just want to touch on the Batman trailer <gasps> that came out at DC Fandom this year because holy moly. There's oh, a lot my, that like, came out at Fandom this year. I just, there? I can't, you know, last time I got this excited about a Batman movie was Batman v Superman. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that one. <laughs> I know, yeah, but it's 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 true. Like I was pumped for that movie. Like, yeah. but holy I moly! I was too until I watched all five trails, and they were like, "No, no, there's still more." And you're like, "I feel like I've seen the movie." Anyway, Karen. this this looks insane. This looks like just such an like. It, this looks like Dark Victory, Long Halloween, Batman Year One, Haunted Night, just come to life. I just like a real gritty neo noir yeah. take on the yeah. Capes Crusader, which we really haven't seen to this extent, like a really yeah. gritty, dark detective story in which the vein what, of your seven. Which is what you yeah. need when it comes to Batman. Oh, and it just yeah. looks so... Like, so Matt Reeves, just, oh, the direction, the cinematography by Greg Frazier, Aussie guy, mm-hmm. I've gone on Good. about. So he yep. has, he shot June. Yeah. He also uh, shot yeah. Dune, sorry. He also um, shot Rogue One as oh, well. Oh, really? Wow. So here's some of the stuff in the trailer. Oh, goody gosh. Yeah. Insane. And I just cannot wait. I'm a huge Robert Pattinson stand. Cannot wait to see what this man brings to the table. And yeah. just, we the, we haven't seen the Riddler's face. There's something Yeah, there. something's going on there, man. And I think there's something bigger at play here as well. That of course. Like, there's, there's something, there's, I think there's going to be something high profile mm. around the elite of Gotham City and yeah. the, the, the corruption. I don't want to say Court of Owls. No. But, but if it was... Batman was in the sewers. I just... I don't know. If it was, oh, it wouldn't surprise me. But I still... Gosh. The good thing about these trailers is we st- I still have no idea... No clue. ...what's going on. No okay, clue. Riddler's yeah. at the centre of it, probably. Yes. Maybe. But, like, he's talking I to... Mean, him, <laughs> but he's talking to him in the prison, so obviously he's messed up and got... Caught or was he caught because he wanted to get caught? Like Batman says in the trailer, he's like, Riddler's the powder keg. Yeah. Um, and Gotham's about to explode. Um, but I even think having this, from what it, I really hope that Robert Pattinson's actually voiceovering this entire movie. Yeah. Like as Batman's inner thought. Like yeah. we're watching like a, the monologue, long, like a yeah. long Halloween, like a yeah. monologue the entire time. That yeah. would be sick. So good. And it'd be, it's really, it's very clear that this Batman is just full of rage mm. and he is full of just absolute extremity. There's a scene in the trailer where he's just beating this guy to a pulp yeah. and Catwoman like takes even a, she's like she Whoa. takes a step back and it just seems like yeah. this man is so full of so much anger and hate. Um, I just cannot wait to see what that dr- drives Batman to be and yeah. the realisation that he actually can't go down that path. Yeah. Because then he's he's no, gonna push himself to that. He's gonna very push limit. himself to the very limit and then it's he's no better than them, you know? Yeah. Which the no better than them is a really hammered down man trope, particularly with Joker. But oh, I feel 1, like in the in the grand scheme of things I don't know. I think something's gonna happen where he realizes that if he is, do, if he this takes is, this one step, this is not who I am. Yeah, that, not the one bad day thing again. But you know, so like okay. we yeah we're gonna get the Bruce Wayne, we're gonna get the Batman, but we're gonna get the Batman who still doesn't know. He doesn't know. He's young. He's well, yeah, it's, it's described as his second year of fighting crime. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> so, which I'm, obviously you think about one year, it's just like beating up thugs and drug dealers and stuff like this. Is probably yeah. his first real case where he's like, what the heck is going on in this city? Probably his first, like, real um, costume villain, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And the costume looks insane for the Riddler. Like, this... I mean, we haven't seen his face, but you can see in the first trailer how his face is all 
duct tape masked up and he's just got glasses protruding out of there. Like, yeah. this looks so Finch-esque. It actually is just so drippy. This like, is, it's so good. It's I'm, seven with Batman. Oh, <laughs> not to draw, because Matt Reeves is a fantastic director. Yeah. And his two Apes movies he's done are oh, brilliant. They were probably the best ones. As good as the first one was, no. the last two were probably... No, they're, they're miles beyond it in my oh, opinion. Yeah. They're very underappreciated, but oh man. I, I loved all of the Apes There's movies. nothing that I can't say about this that just makes me more excited. Like I just, and the oh, unrecognisable Colin Farrell as well. Yes, as the Penguin. So good. In a gabagool little <laughs> voice. Take it easy, sweetheart. <laughs> you know, like I love it. I just love. I just can't wait to see something different. You yeah, know? And exactly. Just a new interpretation of Batman. I'm just not. What? I, uh, he's the anti Rob. He's a Rob Pattinson hate. Yeah. No, no, it's not hate. This is the thing. Like, I promise he won't twinkle. <laughs> I, I totally respect him as an actor. He's totally gotten over that hurdle for me of like that was just a cash grab for him. Yeah, and even he exactly. admits that now. Yeah, and and like and I've for he's proved to me that he's legit. Legit. I mean, I'm not an actor, so it's not like I can turn around and say anything. But sure. But I like I I respect him. I think this movie looks great. There's just something about him as Bruce Wayne, not him as Batman, him as Bruce Wayne, that just there's something that's just not clicking for me yet. Yeah. yeah. I like that word. Yeah. We'll go with yeah. Look, I'm, I threw in actually, the yet for you. <laughs> we've actually not really heard him speak as. No. as Bruce Wayne. I think the only thing we've had of him as Bruce Wayne is like, is that, I that, don't care what happens to me. Yeah. And, then, and there's a scene in the trailer where it's just like, it's just him in a suit. And I'm just like, you're just not selling me. Mm. But I also think at this point, from what I'm getting from this, and this again, this could be completely wrong because we haven't seen the movie, but I think he actually doesn't care about the Bruce Wayne of his life. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't, he, he hasn't yeah, just he discovered hasn't, that. He hasn't understood that he yeah. needs to play both sides of the coin, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, I think for him, he's just all in on his vengeance yeah. and seeking yeah. justice and absolute justice that yeah. he can't actually comprehend mm. or even understand that he has to play both sides of this. So he's yeah. just full of this remorse. He needs and, to be the playboy through an yeah. on the side, yeah. but then this thing at night. Yeah. 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 It's, look, as I, I'm totally for it I'm totally behind it I want to see it I think it's going to be great yeah I am have yeah no objection to Robert Patterson and no objection to him as Bruce Wayne or Batman I mm. just just seeing it that's the moment, what you're tentative to always yeah. let me give you a counter yeah. example when uh going back quite a bit now when um oh goodness uh Catwoman I'm drawing a blank was who played Catwoman in the third Dark Knight Anne Hathaway thank you yes yeah. Anne Hathaway See, like, when I saw her in the trailer, I was, there was something about how she composed herself, and I think it was like a, yeah, it was some scene of her in the trailer, it was a real quick snippet, but there was something about it, I was like, yep, sold, great, yep. I, like, I'm totally behind her as Catwoman, and lots of people weren't, whereas, really? initially, okay. I think after, but I don't know, maybe, doesn't matter, yeah. anyway, maybe it's just what I heard, like, yeah, but in that trailer, I was like, yep, yeah, done, like, I've, I've got her, or maybe it was a casting thing. People originally were like, when she was cast, like, eh, not but sure. But they did the same with Heath Ledger, though. Well, yeah, true. Anyway, but anyway, like, yeah, the, like those ones, mm. I was like, great with. And again, Rob Patterson, him being cast as Bruce Wayne, yep, cool, excited. Just seeing him in the trailer again, not as Batman, just as Bruce Wayne. I'm just like, oh, I'm just. In, but we'll see. We'll again, see. in his defense, we've not seen him speak. We've not seen yep. him do anything yep, except true. stand there, just being like, all, <laughs> all great points, all valid points. I'm so angry. <laughs> but. We need or, to, and the and we've just seen him just 
beat up mercilessly, just goons as Batman. So gangster. Oh, and getting dude. shot with guns and, like, oh, just and wearing it? Oh. Yeah. Just like, oh, okay, now I'm coming for he, you. He ate bu- that, that shot in the trailer it's, where it's, it's just, not even, like, a gun. It's a machine gun. And he's just eating bullets at his chest. Yeah. And the whole... Th- oh, my... He's just, like, so walking good. at him like he's Superman or something. Yeah. So, oh, so good. Yeah, look, just... Yeah, cannot wait. I, I just want to talk about that. Just because... When that trailer dropped, I was like, holy... Even holy the first trailer, man. which the movie was still in production. When they did it. was that. so good. Yeah. And now we've got, like, the full trailer. We've March, fellas. It's March. March 4th. March. Goodness, that's so soon. Very soon. Well, I, I mean, you know. Yeah. We'll see. Well, I mean, we would have we had it <laughs> now. Release dates have been a bit spongy over the past we, two years. We would have had it now. But... Barring no pandemic. Yeah. And a... God's in that world. It, I mean, is there Alter. anything else that's coming out that we're real excited about? Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's going to be I don't know how many times I've watched that trailer now. Yeah, Do really? you think, in all honesty, do you think that Tobey Maguire and Andrew yes. Garfield are going to come in? For five it? minutes, yes. Yes. In, the third, in the third act, five minutes, bit of banter, bit of this, bit of that, done. See you later. Bit of a help, bit of a helping hand. Reckon, how you going? Yeah, do you cool. reckon um, yep, cool. there's going to be a Miles Morales showing up? Post-credit scene. Post-credit. You yeah. reckon? They'll post credit scene or Because isn't there some isn't hang on, wasn't um So Danny Glover yeah, is in, meant to be the prowler. Exactly. No, 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 it's Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Sorry, Donald I do Glover. sincerely apologize. And he was in the first He was um, in the first one and he said I don't order. want this crap around here because I got a nephew that lives nephew. here. Yeah. And that nephew is Yeah. So do you reckon they're gonna bring I think it's a perfect segue in this multiverse to bring mm. in a Mars oh, Morales who's maybe like twenty years old. You know, no, I don't think they want to have him too young. I hope they don't. I hope he's like a a twenty year, well, like a mid. I don't think he'll be. He'll, I think he'll be what Peter Parker's meant to be now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. So, I do think. But even Tom Holland said, scene, if yeah. if I'm still playing Spider Man by my mid thirties, I've done good. I've yeah. done something wrong. Yeah, like yeah, Miles yeah. Morales should have his own live action film by then, not yeah. an animated film. And I do, I do really hope that. That's the thing. Like they've cast a live-action Mars Morales. They have to. If they don't, it will blow my mind. Gosh, yeah. I really hope they do. Because those comics are absolutely phenomenal. Dude, that the game, v- the was, game was, was phenomenal. Insane. And I'm so excited to see the game. Shout out to got a PS5. <sighs> me and Andrew are both saluting you. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like even him coming back for Spider-Man Two game and stuff like yeah, that for man. a little snippet. Really it's, hope. I love that character. I think it is... A prediction, though. Mm. I really think Doc Ock is going to play a huge part. And I don't think he's going to be a bad guy. I don't. I don't. I think he has his moment, which we've seen in the trailer, unfortunately, too much of. Yeah, because... Yeah, of him being interviewed by the the three of them. But then, like, he's kind of just, like, stood there and no one's fighting or anything like that. No, so I I agree with you, Angie. I do think he will help them Mm. some. And he's kind of, like, broke down, like, everyone you fight dies. The Peter yeah. Parker from their universe. But also, you look at Spider-Man 2, right? Mm. Phenomenal film. So good. Um, he's actually... To, like, it's not him making those decisions. It's the thing up it's, the back. It's the fried... That's, that's broken, chip, yeah. right? Yeah. So I do think somehow... It's a voice way, in his that'll, head. Yeah. That'll get fixed. And Interesting. He'll, he'll help them out. Yeah. Um, yeah, look. Oh, the, the fact that Willem Dafoe is in this... Returning. ...is, is insane. Can I just say, I think it's, yeah, that is crazy. I want to um, know how the lizard ties into it because we've had nothing in Wow, is it the lizard or do you reckon they've just CGI swapped that for like a Venom or something like that? I don't know. Or like a multiverse drop-in. Yeah, I do think now that I'm, now that I'm we're talking about it, 
I'm like, have they just gone, hey, Spider-Verse was really successful. Let's just do that again. Like, obviously different, but like, really, know. they're just getting multiverse stuff. And I'm, I'm excited to see how the Doctor Strangeness plays into it all because yeah. those two characters yeah. have a huge dynamic in all the comic books. Like, even to the point where, have you, obviously you guys haven't had the audio book of Spider-Man. Dark, no. dark, can't can't say I have, Andrew. Can't <laughs> say I have. I've no. listened to it a couple of times. On an audiobook fan, Zach? Yeah. Ah, just not this one in particular. Just, just a podcast fan. Yeah. Look, look, look. It is phenomenal. I recommend you jump on it pretty okay, quick. It's pretty right. good. Um, but even him in the audiobook is like, I hate going to Doctor Strange's place because whenever I go there, I always get hurt. <laughs> so See, I don't reckon he actually has a big role in the film. I think he pops up, does his spell, something happens, he's preoccupied with, and he pops up back at the end. But you see the bit where Tom Holland takes something out of his hand, and he's like, "Don't do it." Oh no! So that's part of. I reckon that's part of like the third act or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe that's the first act when, because he's probably presumably got to capture all of the Spider-Man villains in said little box. Yeah. But I also think there could be a little bit of fluff in that trailer. Yeah. Like the bit where they're fighting, which yeah. wouldn't surprise me. And I love that. With how much they're trying to protect everything in this movie. Jamie Foxx is not blue. I do like that. He looks like Electro. I do like that as well. And he has an arc reactor on his shoulder. Yes. Sick. Very What's going sick. What's going on? Boys? Sandman as well. Hopefully Tom and Thomas Hayden Church yeah. pops up. Um, George and the Jungle alumni. I just want to shout that out there. <laughs> Plays a Scientologist. In oh, wait, 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 wait. What's his... What was his name? Not really, Scientology. What was his name in George of the Jungle? I need it. Um, Lyle. That's it, Lyle. Gosh. That is a throwback. That is such a fantastic film. So good. All right. We've been talking for quite a while. We have. So we should probably leave it there. Look, it's been eight months. It's been it's been a long time. We have I a just, lot to catch I just up need on. To be we didn't even touch ears. on like the Flash trailer or Black Adam. Black Adam. <sighs> so good. But how good's oh. the Flash trailer with the old Michael Keaton back of the head? Yeah, cool. I just like how it's shot. It's um, Andy Muschietti. I like how he how he shoots films. Yeah, it's a very it's in a wide aspect ratio, and I'm all about yeah. a wide IMAX aspect like ratio. IMAX isn't wide. That's the thing. Yo, well, like you know, wider <laughs> than a sixty by nine. Hey, look, don't you come in here with your logic. Yeah, we're just excited about the wide. I want the seventy mil, <laughs> the glorious seventy mil. Man, if we had a seventy mil theater here, and oh my, oh. Gosh, have you seen they're opening up one of those like DMAX? What? What's right, let's, let's We can talk about this after yeah, we sorry, stop. Sorry. Have you seen <laughs> You don't want to know about the local infrastructure plans in Perth. So, uh, <laughs> we gave right. away our location. Everyone knows that. Um, well, it's been it's been lovely, lovely chatting with you Finally. guys again. It's been way too long. It's been an honor. And uh, hopefully it won't be another eight months before we do this again. I don't think we'll let it this time. I'm not going to let it. I want to talk about Dune once I've seen it. That's well, I think if I hope the next episode is Dune plus Spider-Man. Yeah. Even even if at some point we well, work out a remote recording, we may have to work that into our mix I, at some point. I mean, yeah, other people do it. Maybe do a so. Christmas special. <laughs> Christmas special. <laughs> Follow it up with our favorite New Year's movies. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, notice we haven't done a what we... What was our favourite from last year and what we're looking forward to? Yeah. We didn't do that this year or the year did before. We? I thought we did do it this year. I think we did. But I because okay. there was nothing to watch. It was like, what was your favourite? We, we watched Tenet. Yep. Yeah, it was yeah. a good movie. <laughs> it was great. We all agreed on that. Look, <laughs> what, what are we looking forward to next year? The same things that we thought were going to come out this year. <laughs> so I think things might become a bit easier for us to record and stuff yeah. like that. Just having a new baby. Oh, yeah. For me, you moving up in the... Moving up in the corporate world. The corporate, the corporate world. world. Working for E-Corp. studying. 
yet again. Yeah, stu- <laughs> yeah, study is what really put a damper on it for a while. Yeah, it was, and it was it's just accelerated. It's hard, lines. and we've Ugh. been doing like these last minutes. Like, should we do it tonight? And it's like, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my fault. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Anyway, we're gonna make this happen more regularly. Yeah, and it's been a lovely to lovely to chat with you all again. Uh, yeah. Thank you, all of you, for listening to us. Do we? I don't know, Zach. Do you still run our Twitter? Is that a thing? Gee whiz. <laughs> I have to log in No, no. <laughs> Twitter. No, G Wiz. No. Have you bought us that plot of land on Metaverse or. Uh... Oh. <laughs> wow. Tell you what, though. Maybe we should make some screen review time warp NFTs. What do you think? What do <laughs> hey, you think? Hey, actually, that reminds me. We have screen review time warp merch. <laughs> That's what I was going We do have merch. We do have merch. And I. No, I they're not JPEGs. A... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You can buy yourself a t shirt or a coffee mug or a sticker or anything. Oh, you can brand go brand new crypto coin. Yeah, let's do it. No, bit. Bit.ly slash SRTW shop. So bit.ly slash SRTW shop. It'll take you straight to the link. Yes, we're trading on Binance. Yeah, and yeah. while you're there, buy me a t shirt. Doesn't worry about the 20% drop that we got hit with today. It's all good, fellas. Yeah, we're all good. Let's not talk about that. Oh, goodness. We're getting way off topic real quick. Let's uh, let's open the, the chips and the TV snacks and start watching something. Hey, and, uh, if you want to get way off topic, why is my grass not growing up, Zach Tyson? Mate. Let's, let's Dude, end it these here. are my problems as a dad and a homeowner, and like I've gone full dad. Mate, it's all about the. the I don't know. I stood out there with my arms crossed, going grow. <laughs> my entire yard is native, so I don't have to worry about growing things. I'm like, oh, heat wave. Yeah, cool. That's fine. <laughs> again, way off topic. Let's wrap this up. It's been great doing this again. We'll yeah. see you all next time on Screen Review Time Off. I'm Tyson. And I'm Andrew. I'm Zach. And this is Screen Review Time Off. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.